Certified, qualified, West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned in to the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. Coming at you from the bunker in Southern California, my co-host, my partner, with the braids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. American Indian. Yeah. Southern California, make you fucking be humble once again. Yeah, man, I'm my dude right there. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. This is what they play when I walk in the court. And this is what you play when you're about to get some chili crackers. <laughs> This is what they play when I say objection, your honor. And on audio sound, old blue eyes himself from the lineage. That's right, baby. It's Sean Lewis. Yes. Certified audio professional. Engineer. Put on. Look. You're going, you're sweating. Oh Easy. my god, Travis Barker's nothing compared to this dude. Who is this? Sam Cook? Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, calm, calm down. Calm, calm down. Right. Now. You know what that reminded me of? What? what? That reminded me of the drummer guy in Taxi Driver. Oh, get that right. Clip up, man. <laughs> you get that clip up for me, uh, Sean. Sean. Drummer in Taxi Driver, street drummer. Right. That guy. Let's hear that guy. Let's hear that guy. And. Oh, yeah, that guy talk. O Blue Eyes producing. Hi there. Hi. Now back to Gene Krupa's syncopated style shortly. Right? Yeah! Right? Yeah! Man, you, you call it? You're like a, you're like a, a homing pigeon. Check that guy's hair, dude. That dude's, hair. Like old school. That dude's hair is like a helmet, dude. <laughs> it's <laughs> like so brill cream. Dude, like it's like a dude. helmet, like a shiny helmet. <laughs> like a real shiny helmet he it's put on right there. It's funny how like certain things will just like trigger really? something in you, man. Like a callback right. like that. You were like, bing. Oh, yes. You knew that. Taxi driver, because how Because that guy, that drummer. Yeah. I've. I've freeze framed that a few times. Yeah. It really, like, that really talks to me, that moment or whatever. It's, yeah. It's kind of like Duval in Apocalypse Now. Right. Like that moment really sticks with me, you know? Mm. There's different clips from these right. movies. Right. Right. That one sticks with you. Yeah. What sticks with you from uh, Apocalypse Now with Robert Duval? Um, Charlie Don't Surf. Yeah. And you want to know something? It's maybe some of the music, but it's his attitude and. 
it's the way they shot it and his angles right. just speaks volume. Like you can just see his stoicness in him. And yeah. he's like, he's like this Amer like he's just completely bought in to what he's doing. And because he of that, he's 1 million percent right doing God's work almost. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's right. Like, and you can you can feel that all in his presence, just the way he stands and looks and he talks. It's you know dope, what? What's man. interesting about what you're saying is, is that because I remember, um, fucking um, uh, Sheen, Martin Sheen's character mm-hmm. in that moment is saying like, you could tell that he, nothing was going to happen to him in this war. war, right? Exactly. That's and you're di- right. And he, maybe it's the dialogue too. The fantastic dialogue through that film, right? That, but he captures that essence of somebody who's so committed and confident in what they're doing that they're going to walk right into a dangerous situation and they're going to become unscathed because there's no doubt, no hesitation, nothing. And there's something to me that whether you're doing the right thing right. or the wrong thing, there's something G about that. Like right. That's real like gangster right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. You're, I agree with that. You're doing you and you can't see nobody else. You know what I'm saying? And, and because of that, you probably have some kind of weird protection around you. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, th- there's pieces, but, you know, um, certainly there are a lot, bro, in Taxi Driver. Look, yeah. I don't want to get too crazy carried away. We got a beautiful lady right here. Yes, yes we yeah. do. I like it like that. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Get your money ready out, guys. Let's go. We got Clever. Uh-huh. Uh, Clever. Look at her bowing. Yes. Dancing. Pirouette. She obviously did the splits. Hey, easy there. Easy there. She was obviously a ballet dancer in a prior life. This is PG. Here she comes. Here she comes. Listen, I'm a married man, Clever. Don't turn it up too hot. I don't need that kind of trouble. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Clever. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hey, Sean, can you move your mic a little bit? It's like right in Clever's face. There you go. Put that mic real close. Yeah. Right up against you. Yeah. There you go. So um, let me do a little quick little down and dirty introduction. Clever sometimes jumps on and does the HLS Tribal Council show. Oh, that's fantastic. Right. And um, we're always looking for female perspectives because our show is just so testosterone heavy. We need it. Right. We need it. And we need a a woman that understands our cultura también. And this is the reason why I brought her in was because there's two reasons. One is she has a couple of Rampart stories that are interesting. Yes. Uh, And she's from that area. Which is uh, to us, you know, an important story. Right. But also, you know, she, topic. she grew up in the cultura and mm-hmm. she's a woman and mm-hmm, she's yeah. still here to speak on it, which shows you a certain level of savvy, survivability, strength, and tact. Uh, Speaks in volume the fact that she's standing 100%. here, sitting here with us. Visiting 100%. Us. Where so, are you from? Yeah. Where are you originally from? Los Angeles. Whereabouts in Los Angeles? Oh, um, Venice and Crenshaw. Venice and Crenshaw area. Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of mid-city-ish. Yeah. You could say, yeah. right? Venice and Crenshaw? Yeah. Venice and Crenshaw. Yeah, have you lived in that area primarily most of your life? Yes. And do you still reside in that area? No. Where do you live now? I'm if in, you don't mind me asking. No, that's fine. Uh-huh. San Bernardino. San Bernardino, you yeah. there, okay. All right. Big, that's a that's a that's quite a different change, oh, you know? Yes. <laughs> How long ago did you go out to San Bernardino? I've been out there for 20 years. Okay. So you grew up younger 
Yeah, born in, in that mid city part of yes. LA. Venice, Queens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, left the, I've left that area 20, 20 years. Okay. 20 years in San Bernardino now. Okay, got you. Yes. Got you. All right. Yeah. How was the drive out here? It was good because it was early. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't too much traffic. No. Well, no. I so, want to already say thank you for driving out from San Bernardino to be on the show today. Thank yeah, you. thank right, you. You listen to our devote fans. <laughs> we got one right here. Mm-hmm. You are, show. right? Yes, I, I love when, How did you get introduced to the show? Yeah. The Rampart. The Rampart really? episodes would come my attention. How did you and find that? How did it that? come across Yeah, you? On Instagram? And were you following either, were you following us that it would come by? Are yeah. you? F- Okay. Yes. You were following old Blue Eyes? You've no, been a big I was fan? following the, well, Hard Luck Show, um, like Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the women always seem to follow Steve. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> don't get humble. Don't get humble. Don't get humble. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get all like I never that. get any of that. Yeah. Oh, Come on, bro. I'm going to float right out of here. Yeah, place, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Shit, I'm yeah. red. Um, so, all right. So you, and so you came across it and you saw the Ram part. Are you, do you listen to podcasts normally? No, I don't. All right. So I then know. what was was the process you saw that it said rampart so then what happened i started listening to it and just relating to the stories just like mm. i, was I like, love oh this doesn't God. that make you guys happy yeah. to hear this <laughs> so wait a second what platform did you go on to to hear the podcast oh my goodness i don't recall to be honest with you i know i googled it mm-hmm. yeah and then one popped, popped up, but up. I don't remember the name. Yeah, I don't remember the name. You know Very how- well could be a red, red circle seems to be real I power. Think- it's always up like one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds familiar. I think mm-hmm. it was that one. I got to tell you, you're hitting cer- a certain level of success with your podcast when people don't even know the platform they accessed it on. They just know the show. Like they can't say, oh, yeah, Apple, <clears throat> whatever, yes. or iTunes. They're saying, I don't know. I just found it and listened to it. It's out there, though. Yeah, it's, it it's is out, out there. there. Yes. So you listen to the Rampart, um, and what? For what reason do you have any interest in Rampart? Why would that be more meaningful to you than, I don't know, Big Lep and Schmitty eating snacks? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just you know the the officer that was talked about on the show, just like just. I don't know. I just could relate to it since I had a run-in with one of the officers. And wait, were you in that? Uh-oh. Is that is we that section of town that. a part of Rampart? The where you grew up? No, no. Oh. But oh no! But I was I was somewhere else doing my thing. Oh right. Yeah. You were getting like around. When, doing, yeah, like yeah, when okay. I was active. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know, so back I, up a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so in your youth growing up. Uh, in that Crenshaw Venice area, you somehow ended up crossing paths with with um, Rampart, with the Rampart yes. division. Yes. Okay. So, and what year are we talking about? We're talking about the nineties. Nineties. Yes. Okay. Eighty nine. Right. Ninety. Oh God, I was wondering to crack Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. What were you doing around that time, Big Lux? Um, I had I was, t- well, in ninety, I had taken a. Uh, I had taken a county lid. So I had taken a year for, I think it was. Um, you were on sabbatical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I took a county year as <laughs> a deal spot. to avoid going upstate. I, took a, I got a county year. And at that point in time, you're doing eight months. Yeah. And that was in 90. So that was kind of what was going on. So I was kind of like, I, I was definitely uh, running amok, getting in trouble. And uh, 
at that point in time. Where were you uh, hanging out? What area were you hanging so, out in at that time, Clever? Um, Bonnie Brea. Bonnie oh, Brea. Yeah. All over. Yeah. Any, a, everywhere in between. What's the street? Olympic and... Well, I don't know. All that area. Let me Come help people. Yeah, yeah. So let me help well, everybody. How old let me were help you them. about this time? I was like 11 years old. Okay. Oh, man. So let me explain to people listening that if you're not from Los Angeles or you didn't grow up in this era, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Which we grew up in. Uh, anybody says, if anybody says to you that they were running around Bonnie Brea, <laughs> that means that I was involved in drug trade or around or living in the midst of a drug supermarket. Because really? that's what Bonnie Bray is known for. Absolutely. Yeah. It's even more it's even more of a word than Alvarado. Like when you say to somebody, I'm going down to Bonnie Bray, it means you're going to cop probably black heroin. But you could buy anything on Bonnie Bray. That's where all the like the pet I'm telling you, man, like sixth and Alvarado and all these little streets in that area, there's a square mile in there that's virtually a drug supermarket in the 90s so the like 80s, heroin 90s, weed ev everything. i mean everything 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 and, and i mean densely populated the, i'm talking southern california is all driving into one area that sits mm -hmm. right outside of downtown la mm -hmm. yeah. and it's the whole alvarado i mean it's it's macarthur park area mm -hmm. It's right. everything surrounding MacArthur Park, yeah. basically. Yeah. That's where you can get a fake ID. You can get, you can get all that. You can get but, all of that. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got all these little break-offs. Like, you can get this, there, there. But in this Mecca, it is uh, uh, virtually, like, I would say half the dope in Southern California or in Los Angeles is all being dealt with right there. Mm -hmm. That's how heavy it was. And in the time frame she's talking about, this was all broken up and controlled by multiple gang territories yes. were distributing this. So there was constant tension and Wait, they were sharing the the same yes this whole square yeah. thing was shared by like maybe five or six different gangs yes and so was yes. there shootings down there a lot? all the time oh because you've got feet it's not even blocks it's like this guy might have this side of the block or this one block and the very next block or across the street is somebody else's <laughs> yes. that close proximity all within yes. not even a square mile uh maybe a half a mile really dense bro man like 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 10 square blocks you know mm -hmm. and everything kind of works off of those but within that it's it's you ain't running around doing a lepke over there where you're snatching people's right. dope and mark. like you're not going to be able to make it out of there you get what i'm saying right and that's like over by macarthur park or whatever right. it is but it is kind of like it's kind of like how hollywood was in, in, in some ways in some right. ways you know it was it was times times a hundred. So how, how does an 11-year-old girl find herself over there? Like, yes. What, what are you doing? <laughs> my family. Yeah? How my so? My family. How so? Um, well, my dad always was very um, private. Right. But now that I'm old, as I got older, I learned, you know, he was doing some things on his own. Mm -hmm. right. right. Don't really know what, so I won't speak on it. Sure. Right. But my brother and my sister were active gang members. Okay. Older, old, my older ones. Yeah. So I followed in their footsteps. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So how old was your, like, let's say, older sister at that time? Um, She was seven. No. If I was 11, she was 18. Wow. Yeah. So you were really looking up to her? Yes. Oh, big time. Right. So, time. so what does that look like? What does it look like for an 11? Like, what are you doing? Like, do you want to, like, what, how does she dress? 
oh, straight up G. Mm. Size mm-hmm. 44s, her feathers. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, fa- um, I'm a love, I'm falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> She's describing her. Yeah, her just, you know, that, that look that, that right. just. Oh my God, I loved it. Like, I just wanted to be like her. Would since you I was ever? five. Yeah. Since I was five. I remember my first day of kindergarten. She yeah. she walked me to school. And I remember her grabbing her gun because mm. that's how active she was. Mm. Wow. Damn. And, 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 and for you, though, it wasn't, well, that was kind of like, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah. weren't tripping on that. I wasn't. No, because I was already used to seeing guns. Right. My, my home was just like active. Hey, when when an, an active lady like that's walking her 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 little sister to kindergarten with the gun, where did she put the gun? She just put it in right diaper there. bag. Oh yeah, no, yeah she, <laughs> she put it in her waistband. Wow. Yeah. Gangsta, like a damn, cowboy, ready to go. Right, you yeah. like a little one, like a twenty-two, and she'd be like this. She'd be slapping the bit. Don't touch that. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't get my first gun until I was 13. Right, you could wait until you were old enough. Right? Yes. Yeah. Hey, hey, oh, blue eyes. At her quinceanera, they handed yeah. her the box right, right after the quinceanera. Yeah. It's part of the quinceanera right. now. Right, it fell out the, of the pinata. Yeah. Hey, so remember old American tradition. Right. Wait, oh, blue eyes, how old were you when you got your first gun? Uh, 16. <laughs> were you? Yeah. What was your gun? You, uh, my dad bought me like a, it was like this uh, rifle that pulls apart. It was a little 22. A little 22. What did you I didn't even want. I got a 38 revolver. Yeah, Shit. you got like a, a like a Daisy Duck air <laughs> right, rifle. Right. She got a 32 revolver. Right. Nice. <laughs> Did you know how to use it? No. Um, they took me up to the mountains. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Wow. And yeah. did you fire it off? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was it like the first time you were shooting a gun off? It was just. It was awesome. I'll tell you something. My dad <laughs> used to take me shooting all the time when I was little, mm. and then when I was real little, little. Uh, it scared me at first. Like that, that boom. He had a three fifty seven mag. That boom is so hell wild. yeah. I love yeah. those guns. Yeah. yeah. Well, like when I was like six, man. Big I, piece of chrome. Yeah. <laughs> I like a big piece of chrome. Yeah. When you when that goes off and you're little, like there's that moment of anticipation before the thing goes off where you're waiting for the yeah, the boom yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Especially when somebody else is shooting. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. All right. So you yeah. okay? So. And then at kindergarten, did people know that your sister was serious and not to fuck with you? Or, oh, yes. Right? Even the, the school knew, too. Right. So yeah. is that true? Yeah. The teacher gave gave you her lunch money? The teacher was like, yeah. you, get, you get straight A's. They were carrying all your bags yeah, home. Yeah. They were carrying all your bags from the market. You home. know why? Yeah. It was out of respect. Yeah. 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 No, it's like everyone knew. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they had already, you know, earned that respect. So by the time I was out there. Yeah, it was like they knew not to mess with me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I had them. You know, like right. Oh, they're like, oh, that's um, what's her name's little sister? Like, don't fuck with her. What kind of shit did they do in 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 kindergarten? Do you remember? Did they have you like coloring and 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 playing yeah, with sock they, puppets and shit like that? Coloring. So let me get this straight. For like paper you're dolls. Like, yeah, like she's like a little kid. Think about this. At home. Her like big sister's got like a fucking heater and she fucking like uh, and then well, then you get to kindergarten and then it's time to like you know color in some Sesame Street shit. They're like, hey man, I need an ounce of dope to split up yeah. and guns. Okay, like, hey, seem come, normal, right? Right. Hey, how come Ernie's not strapped? I man? learned math off of a triple. <laughs> hey, I learned my math off a triple beam. Right. My uncle taught me this. Right. Hey, you know what? Two times uh, one hundred and thirty-six. Profit is, uh, <laughs> I know this already. Hey, Snuffleupagus better not hit Sesame Street with the ain't arm because uh, he's going to get fucking token. 
Yeah. What, did you find any kind of confusion with that at all, or not really? No, well, not well. May, no, yeah, I guess I did. I did because I would just be sitting there like I was bored because I was be at home, used to just chaos, and that was my normal, you mm-hmm. know. And at the school it was like just sitting there learning, I guess, but I really wasn't learning because I wasn't paying attention. Mm. Did you ever, as a little girl, get into your older sister's stuff when she wasn't around and play with it and like put makeup on and do Oh, no, I knew better. No shit. I knew better. Couldn't even fuck around. Yeah, no, I knew better. Yeah, you get fucked up. My house, starting with my dad, it was all respect. We don't do that. We had rules. Yeah. We, oh, we had rules. Mm. My dad would put, let us have it if we didn't follow those rules. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Parents were on the show back then. Right. And you were really questioning a whole bunch of shit. Now, at least not the that type of, you know, we're, yeah, I get you. Let, let me, I, we, I was talking about something with somebody. I was just bringing this up the other day, and it was more about uh, addicts and alcoholics. I was having a talk with a few of them. And we all, I was listening to these people's story, and the couple people that were talking, I got Big Lep is just joining okay. us. He's I got, there was a couple people that were uh, that we were talking about, all of us. And the storyline was was that everybody that we were talking to right there in that circle had a sibling, right? Mm-hmm. That was like three, four, five years older than them, right? Mm-hmm. And the sibling, though, was super cool, right? It wasn't just your normal older brother. There was like super cool super had all the fucking like they were doing all the shit you weren't supposed to all their friends are cool and you kind of growing up with this introduction to all these things that your other friends don't get mm-hmm. because you have an older sibling that's putting you up on like t- like the bad shit the dope the going yes. like the, the all so you're like way more advanced but i was like being in that dynamic and growing up you find out a lot more shit sooner. You want to be around older people usually. Yes. Like you pick up game and sometimes it gets us on like a, we end up like going through some crazy shit following that type of a setup. No. Right? You know what I'm saying? It's yes. like, and I've recognized that with like a lot of people and the way you talk about your sister. Right. It's like, yeah, when you've got that type of an example, you're going to try and almost like, keep up have to keep up or exceed you know what i'm saying to be in yeah what does it take so we're talking about we hear a lot about you know younger men and then the older guys that are in the cultura but what does it take for what's different about it for a woman for a little girl that becomes a teenage woman that then becomes a woman if she she makes it that far what is what are some of the things that might be that a guy might not know about that a women have to deal with um, I guess a lot of just, well, for me, I'll speak on me. Like I had to prove myself to the guys because they're just so used to like dealing with, with females that they would just sleep with, you know, mm-hmm. just pass around. Mm-hmm. So I had to show them I'm not like that. Really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you're, you're talking about defining yourself as a different type of a woman yeah. in the, in that setting. Yeah, you're, there's like you either you're one or two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're either part of the program or you're or you're um just part of the food, right? Yes. Is that right? Yes. So? Part of yes. the program or you're <laughs> getting like chewed that. up? Yep, just like that. So let me just ask you like this: that. You let them know she ain't nobody's motherfucking sardines. Like she gonna do. She was letting them know. Yeah. 
No. Hey. I'm 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 just as much. You know, I ain't one of them. That's what she's kind of saying, you know. And yeah. that has to, I guess for a woman, that's got to be defined immediately. Like, at the of, outset. Oh, yeah, you got yeah. Yeah. Generally, a guy's generally, right, you don't have to deal with that part of it in the sense of, or do you? No. Uh, n- no, but I would also think that because she has an older sister that's kind of um, laying that out for her, mm-hmm. from what she's talking about her sister is, mm-hmm. well, then... Yeah, it makes sense because there's some girls that might not have that modeled, so they might not even know to do anything different or act any way different. Yeah, Does that but, make sense? Yeah, yeah. but what, let me ask you this then. Would I, I mean, so set up exactly how the example goes down. So there, somebody's going to test you, right, Clever? Mm-hmm. Some yeah. guy's like the swinging dick in the group is going to be like, yeah, you might not have got the fuck Clever, but I'm going to fuck Clever because I'm fucking Captain <laughs> Silver Dick. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Isn't that right? Yes. And that still happens to this day. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. That still happens hey, to this yeah, day. <laughs> so set up still. how the example goes down. So, all right, you're sitting there. You probably, as a woman or as just an intelligent, sensitive person, you're already probably on your radar can feel mm-hmm. it's yes. coming, right? Yes. Right, yeah. Yeah. And so what happens? So then, like, just lay it out, like, exactly from an action standpoint. What happens? The guy runs up, or how does how does the guy how does it get tested, and how do you push back? Well, no, I just let them know straight up, like you, like as soon as they're like, "Hey, what's up?" I'll be like, "What's up." And then, and then they're good. And then, and then, and then, all right there. That's that it. Song, right there. Yeah. Change the whole like. Right. Right. You like, hey, baby. Okay. Yes. Just like. What's yeah. up? And she's like, yeah, what's up? up. You're like, oh. <laughs> it's oh, all I, oh, all right. That was all. That, that was all in the tone of voice. It right? is. I right. think it is. But all right, go all right. on, go wait, on, go wait, on. Clever, no disrespect to Spencer, pero let me. Pero. Hey, let me, let me, I'm going to re- and you, I'm going to be like one of these young idiots, okay. right, that doesn't understand how to respect a, a lady. Okay. Okay, but in my real life, I respect you. Don't pull out your gat and take care of it. I yeah. respect you. No, right? I know, I know we role playing. Okay, yeah, we're yeah, role playing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to come up and I'm going to be like, so what would they do? They would come up and just be like, What's up? And what's, then wh- what would you say? Say what's up. <laughs> and then when when you do the what's up block, wh- where does where do I go as a guy from there? Do I say, well, you know, what's up? <laughs> 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 do I give you the eyebrow? <laughs> you like act like this is like some like singles bar in Redondo, in Redondo <laughs> Beach, we're at the Red Onion at Redondo. <laughs> <laughs> him and his buddies walking up to some girls. Like, right. They just brought a drink. We brought you a drink. What's up? What's up? No, I'm, I'm out to... the cubicle at five. Again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it ain't speed, like that. It's not speed dating. No, it's not like no, that. No, no. Well, yeah. How does it go down then? How do you like? What's up? And well, then it... I never had a what's up like that. So I would, <laughs> yeah, I, I would just, I would just laugh and probably walk yeah. away. How's, it, yeah, how's somebody... it go, Steve? Yeah, how's it go, Steve? I you do it. Not, come no, on, Steve. No, no, no. <laughs> It would, it would, it would, I probably it won't would, turn them down. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I'll show and you, you what's know what? up. Maybe she wouldn't, but there certainly are ones, women that have. And I think, I can't say for other guys, but I would think that a lot are like me. And you get into a place where you're feeling yourself. You're right. Rolling, you're feeling yourself that day. And you roll up and you just think you got it like that. And so right. I might come up and like be as brave as the like... 
put my hand on her shoulder. What's up? You know, after we've already met, I'm like, hey, like a little, like, what's up? Like, try and flirt, like a little. And then I'll get told right then on the spot. Yeah. Has a guy ever tried to? I don't to... play that shit with me. Like, straight up? Yeah. Cool yeah. That. Have yeah. you had to do that? Like, a guy came up to you, and, and he didn't maybe cross the line, but he was touching you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like to be touched. Mm-hmm. Man, when she I just said like it, I touch. said chills down my spine. When <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't like What do you do? You touched. like look at the hand and then look at the dude like, hey. Oh, no, I'll remove their hand. <laughs> there you go. I love that. See? I'll remove their hand. See, I love she, that. She like, it, it, it's, it's any guy. Any guy in any circumstance is going to be feeling himself and think maybe. I would think. And so I certainly have. And then a couple times, yeah, that's exactly what, like, shit like that. Put your ass in check for 10 years. What about, hey, clever, but what about this? Because now, I, I men sometimes, not sometimes, a lot, right? So you got the guy that's feeling himself, and then you checked him, and then he's whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got guys kind of more like old blue eyes, right? Who comes in on an undercover where he's like, he's not going to come straight up and get checked, but he's going to become your friend. Right. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to get closer. And he's going to be like genuinely concerned and try to move in <laughs> move on in a on slow the roll. On the front, front roll. Does that work on you? No. no. Oh, no. So, so, so. It's a bad and, business, bro. Right. Yeah. Right. Trying to be like the caring guy. Right. And listen to your. You don't have a guy fake. that you cry it's on a guy's shoulder. Act. Do you no. cry on any guy's shoulder? No. Man. So how no. does a guy. How does a guy win your heart? What does it take? It just. Hell, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I like a, a, a guy who's a leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love a leader, a guy who's a, assertive. Yeah. Like, because I'm a lot to deal with. Are you? Yes, I am. I'm a lot to deal with. Uh, so I'm single <laughs> and I've been <laughs> dating. Putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm single. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. No, and I've been dating and they pretty much tell me you're too gangster for me. Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Really? Yeah. I love that. Wait a second. Have you ever tried? I don't love that. Have you ever dated that, somebody that was like outside that zone and they actually had to tell you like, wow, you're too. I, I listen, I, I went and got my my BA at like, you know, Cal <laughs> no. State Long Beach and you're just too strong for me. I can't handle it. No, no. That, and those actually those type of guys are the ones that are willing to take the risk and be like, I can handle you. Mm-hmm. So what is it then? Let me, let me ask I'm, you that. I'm talking about like the guys from actual hood, right? Like, telling me I'm too gangster, and I'm like, but you know, you're mm-hmm. hood. Like, yeah. how the fuck does that work? So how do you Part explain that? Yeah, how, yes. do you, how do you explain that um, difference? Like, why is it that that some of the guys that are from the hood can't handle a woman that's too hood, and then guys that aren't in that area are willing to take a chance on it? Or are are excited by the challenge? What? Why? 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 What's the difference? I think, for me, my opinion, yeah, a guy from the hood wants to dominate a female. Right. Mm. That's mm. my opinion. Mm. Right. I, you know, he they want someone submissive, someone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I can be that to the right guy. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Right. Right. He's right. You a, know how to do all that. the. Yeah. T- by you the know? way, Steve, don't get fooled by <laughs> all the toughest women say that. They all go like, listen, if it's the right guy, I'll be quiet. My wife is like no. that. My wife is like, listen, if it's the right guy. But I'll tell you something about tough women. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, me too. I got something for I that too. Some, yeah, I got something for them tough women. Me too. Yeah. 
No, but I mean, I I know how to be a woman. I know how right. to be a lady. Of course. You know, ladylike. But it's just you got to show me what you're bringing to the table. Right. You know, because I know what I bring to the table. Right. You know, I know my worth. I know what I could do for for you for our relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like. But they don't prove themselves to me. Like, they right. quit. They quit too soon. And I'm like, okay, yeah, then you, you're not for me. Right. Yeah. They give up too soon. Yeah. Too easy. Too easy. But then that's all the, that's the universe or whatever you want, to, God or whatever, letting you know right there, like, all right. True. They're already not passing. If this is taking you out, then you ain't the one because. True. This is going to be a lot more shit than that. That's that little ass true. shit, you know, like. This ain't even life. Like, this little out. thing ain't even I'll what throw life. out a couple high heels just to see where you're at. Right. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Fuck flat tire take you out the game. Yeah. Oh, oh dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to. you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to come in and you really going to have to prove. You know, I'm already on that angle. I'm already thinking that you might not. Right. You know what I mean? Right, because yeah. most don't. Yeah. Most don't. Right. So, but, uh, yeah, interesting listening to this side, to her side. Right. But I think it's interesting, too, though, because she's, you know, Clever's laying out, like, I know what I actually can bring. Right? But but when you bring it, right, Clever, it's an investment. Like, that's a commitment. Yes. And there's some types of giving that you can't take back. Like, you give it out, and you can't reel it back in. So before I get to that stage, mm-hmm. I better see something on your side. And it can't just be, like, the regular run-in-the-mill tough guy shit. Because a lot of people can fake that for a while. It's like yeah. what you say about prison, in a sense, where it's like, at some point, the real you's going to come out. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And if that real yes. you is a fucking spineless jellyfish saga fucking... Then you, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're saying. Yes. Right. But you know what? I'm I'm interested because there's an aspect of, of at least my experience with women. I'm just going to speak on me here. But there's a part of the woman experience that sometimes comes across to me as requiring more guts or in a certain way than it does when you're a guy. Like, how am I going to say this? Like, I watched my wife go through the childbirth thing, right? And I think about her body. And I think about like, you know what? She ovulates once a month and she bleeds and there's cramps and there's all this shit. And she still has to do a bunch of regular normal shit. And the world don't give a damn that she's menstruating. Like like her job and da 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 Nobody's asking her if she feels okay. Does she need to take a pill? Does she need to lay down? Nobody cares, right? And she still got show up, suit up, do the shit, da 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 And then deal with all the shit that menstruation brings with it. Everything from blood all the way down to not feeling good or whatever bloated is. I don't even know what that is, mm. right? But clever, can you understand that like- uh, does Side that, note, is, interrupt side note. Yeah. Have you ever been to a restaurant and you knock out like fucking four bread baskets before you even <laughs> ordered the fucking appetizer? Almost every time. Okay, that's what, that's what bloated feels Yeah, like. but I don't feel bloated when I do that. <laughs> I really don't. Like, go ahead. What? Uh, what? So, does what I'm saying make sense to to what you understand about like what kind of strength or determination it, it takes to be a woman? Yes. Right. Yes. Like, you can't cry about stupid little shit. Yeah. Like, you hear a lot of dudes talk about like cry about it later and blah 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 blah. But yeah, you actually have been through some serious things that only a woman can know about and still carry on. Yes. Yeah. Let me ask you a different question. What's it like? 
and maybe you've even experienced this as a woman, what's it like when you saw a guy that you thought was tough and you believed in him and you were riding with him and you hit a moment where you realized he's a little fucking punk? Oh, I had one of those. Describe what what it was you thought he was before the incident, like how you were envisioning what he was. What What, what was that? Well, he was, in my eyes at the time, like, the shot caller, like, like he was the one that ran things and... Did he carry himself a certain way? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cocky. Yeah. He had that cockiness because he had that respect. Right. He ha- yeah. And and then this one day, just enemies pulled up and... um. He actually grabbed me, put me in front of him when they pulled the gun out on him. What? Yeah, and he ran. And he ran and just left me there. Oh, hell and man. even those guys were like, what a little bitch. Oh, hell Damn. no. Yeah. Oh, and so, and what did the enemies do? They were just like they, they, they felt so bad about that thing. They just let you. They, they were like, yeah, hey. they, they just said, "Dad, go deal with your homie." I was yeah, like, you, "Oh yeah, I'll, trust me, I'm gonna go deal with that one right now." So, how does a guy like that once that goes down? Because like when that first happens, he probably just reacted, right? At some point, he realizes, "Damn, that I fucked up." So, how does that conversation go? Like yeah. when you show up, like, like what did you do? Oh, when I seen him, I just pushed him. I, you pushed him? I, I, yeah, I rushed him. I God. pushed him. Like, what the fuck is your problem? And what did he say? He's like, no, nah, you know, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it was just my reaction. And I knew they weren't going to do nothing to you oh, because yeah. you were a girl. And I was like, man, fuck you. What's that movie you were telling me about? Oh, I watched this movie where it was a foreign film where the dad and the mom and the kids were outside at a ski resort yeah. eating, and there was an avalanche that came down, and his first reaction was to jump up and run and leave his family there. Oh. Oh my God. And then their marriage got their marriage got like it was never the same after that. Of course not. But so it's So like, this guy so this like, So this guy so this guy then said like hey that was it. but so then after that everybody eventually the story got out, no? Yeah. And oh, then yeah. he was done. Yeah. He wasn't calling any more shots after no, that. No, he was done. They they handled him. Oh, the, you know. right. Eventually, yeah. I heard he wound up working at Best Buy. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> right. It's on the McGriddle. He's calling shots on the McGriddle. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah. yeah. So then what? So so you're 11 and you're in the culture. You're doing your thing. Um, when was the, how old were you when you first smoked weed? Like around 12, but it wasn't weed. It was weed and and crack. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a good start. Look at high achiever, right? Yeah, overachiever. Yeah, I don't know. If they're called primos. Yeah. Yeah, Primo's, that, that was my thing. That was your thing? That was my thing. What Primo's. does crack do when you're on a weed high? What does it do? Does it, like, focus the high? I think it balances, <laughs> balances it out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Wow. It gave me energy and, right. and calmness at the same time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I fucking love that. Wow. Um, 
Now, let me ask you a different question. Have you ever been in a situation where you legit have been shot at? Yo, several times. How many times would you say? Seven. And did you have the sense of time slowing down or how does how did it affect you what 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 exactly how does it affect you when you go through that it didn't nothing nothing is it like nothing. it kind of happens and then later you're like wow that just happened no it was normal it was normal you know like back in the day it was like a lot of activity going on yeah so it's like the minute I'm walking in the neighborhood, it's like I knew I I, I wasn't going to go home that day or mm -hmm. I was just ready for it, I guess. You know, like mentally, you're just you're not thinking about tomorrow or like what's going to happen. You're just you're just there and you're just doing your thing, you know. Right. It, it was a normal everyday thing for me. Did it make it? Does it make it hard to relate to women who have not been in those situations? Like, do you ever find yourself in conversations now in life where you're talking to these ladies and they're talking about this, that, and the other thing, and you're saying like, "That ain't nothing." I mean, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think they could relate to me, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, I try not to talk about my past because it's my past. Right. You know, so I I try to leave it there. Yeah, but can you? I mean, I can, but I just choose not to. Right. You know? what, what came of the choice? What was the reason that you decided, like, okay, I'm going to make that my past now and I'm going to go in a different direction? Because that's not me no more. But what made it that way? I guess my children. How many children you got? Two. Two was boys. it when your first boy was born that you realized... You know what? I got to do something different. Yes, definitely. What made it that way? Why? I didn't want him to live that lifestyle. Why not? Because I didn't want him killed on drugs or just even in prison or paralyzed. <laughs> like, I loved him that much that I didn't want to see him go through any of that. Was it a surprise to you when you started becoming a mother like and i mean like when you maybe you got pregnant was a surprise to you that that love was in you mm. well i didn't believe i was pregnant <laughs> why not so i don't know i just honest, i never wanted kids right i never wanted kids and then i didn't find out i was pregnant till i was five months right so that was, and then I had them at seven and a half months. I was like pregnant for like two and a half months. Right. So it wasn't until the actual birth that I like took it in. Right. And did it surprise you when you took it in how much it changed you? Yes. That was a shock. Yeah, that was a shock. That was a shock. As soon as I held them in my arms, like I'm done. That's it. Did you know no that? More. I mean, when you looked at him and yeah. this, and did you feel like it was a miracle or a gift? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where do you think that came from? Honestly, my dad had just passed away. Mm. So that hit me hard. And I got in, I became very active. Right. Very. I didn't care. I wanted to die right along with my dad. Mm. So to me, that was like, 
a blessing in disguise, my, me getting pregnant, because uh, like I said, I just didn't want kids. Right. I was surprised. <laughs> and um, that, that's what changed it. And then to me, like I believe in re- reincarnation. Mm-hmm. To me, it was like my dad, my dad, like my dad came back to me, my mm. son. Right. So I was just like, no, like I want better. Like we're changed. Like we're changing our family's path now. We're not gonna do, you know, the gang life. N- nothing. Like I want our legacy to be good. That's fascinating mm. because, in a way, then uh, it's almost like now you're taking a protective role for your father, mm-hmm. right? Yes. When he came, if you believe in reincarnation, then he comes yes. back into this world in your arms. Yes. It's amazing. Because I, you know, <clears throat> my daughter is going to be turning two on July 28th. Okay. Old Blue Eyes is invited to the birthday party. I hope he brings Coit on the 31st, that mm-hmm. Saturday. I'll send an email. And the thing is, is I was kind of like you. I mean, in the sense that, you know, when guys pushed up on me, I said, hey, and I took their hand off me and said, get away from me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like you in the sense that I didn't want to have... Um, yeah, I wasn't necessarily trying to have kids. Yes. I didn't yes. really say I don't want to. Yes. I just, it just wasn't my, th- I wasn't like, oh, I'm destined to, right? Yes. I just wasn't thinking about it. If it happened, great. If it didn't, fine. Okay. But then when my daughter comes into my life, mm. right? Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm surprised by just how much like joy and love I feel for her. Yes. Yes. And it continues to grow. Yes. Um, so in your in your situation, you know, and, and I guess this is something that a lot of guys that are in the culture don't have to think about is that they could get pregnant. Guys mm-hmm. don't get pregnant. Yeah. They got the yeah. luxury of running around and whatever, and their body's not going to do something different mm-hmm. than what they want, right? Yes. So when... Maybe explain for our audience a little bit, because I'm sure for a lot of women listening, they totally understand. But how does a woman get to like four months or whatever it is and be kind of in a maybe a denial, but also just not know like I'm pregnant? How does that happen? I I guess I was just busy, you know, like I said, I was caught up here and there. But didn't Um, you miss? The men, did the menstruation come or did it stop? No, I was still get, I was still get, I was still getting my my cycle. I was still getting it. The moon it was, was coming. Like, yeah, the moon was coming. <laughs> it was there until it wasn't until I like got really sick and I ended up at the clinic. They're like, "Are you pregnant?" I was like, "No." I was all, all mad. No, they like we're just gonna do a pregnancy test. And they did it pregnant. I was like, "No." I'm like, "Do another one." Right. And they did. They did three all positive i was like you're kidding me and when you walk out of the clinic and now you know you're pregnant yeah like then yes i was in denial i i I still didn't it didn't click were you able to look back and see when the potential situation happened like you look back and you go uh must have been oh yeah no i knew what my baby dad was Mm -hmm. yeah but no i mean even the time like, cause you know oh. how, like sometimes, uh, how do I say this? Yeah. You know who the person is, Yes. but the actual time where you're like, yeah, it had to have been that one. I kind of felt an extra, there was like a, 
You know what I mean? Like they son, yeah, something lasted yeah. too long, and I got up too fast. And I got lightheaded, or I felt hot after that for about like a twenty-four hour. My skin itched. Sometimes I hear women tell me they're like, "Man, I was itchy." Like for like they were like one week, I was like, "Yeah, I have." Like there's something changed in their skin. I had a friend that was a woman and was like, "Yeah, my nipples got real big all of a sudden." I'm like, "What the oh, hell?" What the? Yeah, it's true. My wife and I knew like uh, when it was, uh, and we knew sort of when it happened. It was like I was like, oh. I told her, I'm like, if you're gonna do it, it's probably that one right now." We just, and she was like, "No." I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> that seemed like one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I could. Well, going by the the timeline, I I kind of know the day I got pregnant, mm-hmm. which was basically like the only day i had sex so <laughs> right <laughs> yes and when that happened and you can tell me this is too personal but like was it one of those like date night things or was it one where for whatever reason you were just on one and you just like punched him in the face and said no it's going down <laughs> right now homeboy then let's go No, he was my boyfriend at the time right but i mean sometimes guys aren't in the mood and a woman is no, he was always in the mood. Sure. <laughs> but then sometimes the woman's really in the mood. Like yes, sometimes I get it. I get it. Yeah. There's a random sometimes my wife had like a ra- I don't even know what happened. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't need to know. <laughs> just all of a sudden she's like real aggressive and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> just biological? Like what? Oh was it one of those? Like, was it like, you know, you were like, no, in the car right now, broad daylight. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't I don't know to be honest okay. with you. I don't remember that. Alright. So then once you take it in, at what point like during the pregnancy you start to think like ah shit's gonna change, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you can't be hitting no primos anymore. I know. Was that tough? Um honestly no. That's interesting. Hmm. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I like as soon as I knew, like I said, I was in denial maybe a few weeks, but I knew I had to stop everything because I would be harming my child. Mm-hmm. So everything went away. Everything. I didn't go out. I didn't basically just stayed home, stayed home and took care of myself. Right. And um. And then. uh and how long after you had um, your first son did you have your second son? Oh, later. Um, my older son is 25 and my second just turned seven years old. Wow. <laughs> now, in your, in, your, in your family unit, when you had the baby and you're like, man, everything's going to change now. Like, I'm not, we're doing something different. Do you have people in your family that resisted that? Yes. Oh, definitely. I became the bad guy. No kidding. Yes. I became the bad guy because I would be in charge of certain things to get done. And, I was, you know, I was like, I can't do it no more. Or, like, I didn't want people coming to the house no more with wow. s- with certain things. Right. You know, and I was like, no, that, that needs to stop. And, of course, they're like, oh, you're Miss Goody Two-Shoes now and you know, whoop de woo and I was like, no, I'm not going to get my son taken away, you know, for this. Like, it's not worth, to me, it wasn't worth it. Right. So it was, it was constant fighting. Let, let me ask you a question you don't have to answer. Um, yeah. Does your sister have any kids? 
my yeah she has a, a, a daughter but she's older now right yeah. did she remain active when she had kids yes, she did she did but uh, did she understand she did. your decision no so uh, that was part of the conflict yes i was going against the family and you had to stand your ground yes i did how many people in the family told you like hey we had to sacrifice a lot of different things so you could do what you do now all of a sudden you're going to pick up the ball and not play all of them how much strength did it take for you to stand your ground? Oh, man. A lot. A lot. A lot, a lot. To the point where, like, the actual people that, like, I don't want to say did business, but associated with, I would have to go out and I would, you know, be like, hey, you can't come around here no more. And it was like me against my family, like, don't listen to her. Right. And they were like stuck in the middle like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? Right. You know, but eventually it got to the point where, okay, they respected enough so they wouldn't come to the house no more. And th- those folks at the, at, the, at the different levels, are they able to understand better? Like when you tell them ex- exactly what the change up was and the reasons why, were they, did they understand that? No, they they didn't. It it honestly took for me to say I would get physical with them. Right. Yeah. It took for me to say you show up again, then this is what's going to happen, and it's going to be me against you. You make the decision, and they didn't want problems, so they wouldn't come around no more. How did you – how is it possible that one woman, like, like, you know, for you, how is it possible that – what was the threat level? When you say, look, I'm saying this, and now if you go against it, you got a problem with me. Mm-hmm. What, is, what was your reputation such that that made, some, that made sense to them? Like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't need that kind of problem. Well, yeah, because they knew they, I had already done my dirt, and they knew what I was capable of. That's why. Yeah, but did you have a reputation for being extremely, like, unstoppable yeah i guess you could say yes and how did you get the 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 name how is it that you got in i mean it was clever your name then no you had a different name i had a different name i see yeah i had a different name. i see all right well we'll leave that there then yeah no I need to name. <laughs> yeah all right i got it but did yeah. your did at least your name uh exemplify your capabilities no no it was way off i don't mind sharing my name my name was shy girl why were you shy girl because that's the name my sister gave me (laughs) why did she call you shy i have no idea and it was Uh, the opposite and it was the opposite man i was envisioning like your name was like you know mrs bloodthirsty (laughs) (laughs) you know no that's not the fist of Rosa. Something crazy. <laughs> like, I thought, no, shy girl, huh? All right. Yeah, so shy girl. I guess they would say I was shy, but it, it, it just, I wouldn't talk. I was just like, like, that's something, like, my dad taught me that, too. Like, not everyone's your friend. Don't talk to everybody. Right. So they took it as shyness. But mm. it was just me, you know, like, just watching people and. Still waters run deep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. What about this? 
Have you ever used your feminine wiles in to catch somebody slipping? No. But that does happen. It does happen. It does happen. And a couple of times I was asked to do that. But for me, I'll just be straight up. That's a bitch move. That's a bitch move. And I would never do that to somebody. You know, like, I don't know. I just don't agree with that. In all your years, did you ever have a torrid love affair with somebody you weren't supposed to? Like from another situation or whatever, and it's just like like no. Romeo and Juliet? No. No? <laughs> no. No. Two no. warring houses, and they had a prince over there. No, no. Nothing no. like that. No. No. Right. no. Oh, no. Did any guys ever write you poetry? Like, you, you know, the- to you? Anybody write poetry to you? Any guys? Yeah, the, my homies in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever send anybody anything in in jail to make the time a little easier for them? <laughs> <laughs> no. Right, man, just asking. No. Yeah, so if I was in jail, I'd be talking to every woman I know. Be like, send me pictures. Right. No, it's it's gonna be a hard month in here. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, no, I would never do that. They w- actually, they would never ask me. They would tell me to get other girls. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. but not me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, like I, I already had that respect there. They already knew. Yeah, they already knew. Right. They already knew. Basically, I, I was like, like in the wingman to my homies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you th- do you feel that you get along better with dudes than you do oh, women? Definitely. Definitely. Did you ever do any time? No. No? No. Came close to, but... Have you ever been arrested? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did did any male cops search you? Yes. And when those male cops searched you, were they respectful? No. And they knew that? Yes. And they knew I was a minor. How did they... I mean, say whatever you want. Tell the truth. Maybe some people need to hear this, but so what would happen? They would arrest you. You're a minor. I'm a minor. They would pat you down. Yes. And do what? And just, you know, stick their hands where they weren't supposed to. Man. What? Fuck that, man. I'm telling you right now. If any cop did that to my daughter, I would be fucking pissed. Yeah. I would be fucking, there would be blood in the streets. Right. Imagine those guys are married too, probably. No. Think about that. You're a wife and your husband's out there perving on some underage chicks. No. What were the cops like back then? I mean, were they, you know, were they, I don't want to say this because basically what I kind of understand is you're in a system out there Mm -hmm. and there's, you know, organizations and people doing things and handling stuff. And then you have the, police that are also in the same area right Mm -hmm. and they're supposed to be kind of shutting it down but they don't right Mm -hmm. they're part of the problem right they're part of the you hear that sean yeah absolutely but think about that these guys are uniformed officers right and they've got a gun and a badge Mm mm-hmm and they swear to uphold this, and they go into court on a routine, daily basis and swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Some of them even think they're probably, you know, maybe they're not the cleanest guys, you know, but they they got their own code that they live by, and yeah. they're doing it that way. Yeah. 
the greater good. That's probably what they think. But they're also allowing a lot of shit to go down, probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. What was the most, you know, stink move or like the jankiest bullshit you saw some cops do or whatever? Hell. Where you were like, oh hell no, that's just fucking. You might as well just take the badge off and get in the street, homie. <laughs> um. Damn. Well, I've seen them do several things. Like so. what? Just throw some out. Just throw some out. They don't have to be the craziest. Like once I seen this officer take one of the the well, I guess it's prostitute, one of the girls right there. He took her money. Uh, he took her money and I was like what are you doing and he's all like my fucking business and I was like well why are you fucking taking her money like come on now and you know and she was she was just telling me stay out of it shy girl stay out of it don't, don't get don't you know it has nothing to do with you mm-hmm. so I was like but what the fuck like why like that's something I never understood but I, I don't know just grabbing, grabbing their money. Yeah. Letting them do what they do and then come by and just yeah. pick up the money. Being a pimp. <laughs> That's fucked up. With the badge on. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Um, what about like a beating? Like you ever see the cops just fucking whip the shit out of somebody and oh. just leave them for dead? My dad. Really? Yeah. My dad and my brother. That's fucked up. Yeah. Did the... Did the the local authorities in that area they were aware of your family? Yeah, yeah. What did, did your dad give you any instructions about the police? Like, did they say like, yeah. actually, this guy is decent? You know, da 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 da. These ones stay away from those guys. No, my dad just told me straight up, "Fuck all police. Don't talk to them. They're not your friends. Just you know, when it comes to them, just do what they say and and mind your business." Yeah. And what about um so when the Rampart scandal broke out finally, was that a surprise to you? No, it wasn't. Was, what did you think? I was honestly, you know, and and I hate to say this, but at that time my mentality was like I hope someone gets them. <laughs> right. You know, that that was my mentality. So to hear he it was just exposed or but he didn't really like nothing really happened. Nothing happened. Nothing right. happened. Rafael Perez. Nothing became a snitch. Yeah. Let it all out. Got his immunity. Man. How come some people just seem to be able to just fucking they got like a lucky star? I know. I know. Do you ever have any run-ins with Rafael Perez? Yes. <laughs> what happened? He's, oh my God, I hated that man. <laughs> How often did you see him running around that area? Um, not Well, not too often, but we knew each other. How? But we knew each other because he knew what I was doing there. He knew what I was doing there. He knew the my closest homies, what they were doing there. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, and he would always be like, he would always threaten me like, I'm going to put a murder on you. And I was like, all right, you do what you got to do. Like, for some reason, he just hated me. He just, well, I don't, to me, it was like, why? Because I'm a girl and I'm here doing my thing and I'm respected. You know, does that fucking bother you? But he always was threatening me. Always. And so, it came one time I was out there. It was like two in the morning 
And just my luck, he rolls up on me. And he was by himself. Yeah. Did you know when he rolled, like, what kind of car was he? Was you rolling in a Prowler or did he have an unmarked car? Unmarked car. But did you, what kind of unmarked car did he have? It was those old style, um, what do you call those? Those Chevy's Caprice? Yeah. Like those detective cars. Right. Yeah, like that. So, I mean, I recognized the car and I was like, oh, man. And I had, I had drugs on me. Right. So I was like, damn. I didn't have time to get rid of the stash. He just pulled up on me, but now he was more concerned of messing with me. Right. So how? So this. So he pulls up, and you're right there. Yeah, I'm just there. Can you run? Not well. Yeah, I, yeah, I could have. But, but I don't know. I guess it was my thing too. Like, like fuck this fool. He ain't gonna make me fucking run from him. <laughs> it just got to that point where I was just like, "What's gonna happen? Happen." If I fucking kill this fool, I kill him. I don't care. By then you'd had enough. Yeah, I had enough. But he seemed to, for whatever reason, have a problem specifically with you. Yes. yes and so did. then he pulls up and does he roll down his window and say, oh, hey. He parked, got off. So he walks out. Yeah. And you're sitting there and now you know, okay, something's about to go down. Yes. We can see what this is going on. So what does he, what does he do? What does he say? And he comes up to me he's like, He's like, oh, what you doing out here? And I was like, nothing. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he knows he, and you know. Yeah. What are you doing out here? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and he's all like, stand up. I'm going to search you. And I was like, for what? I'm like, I'm not doing nothing. He's like, we both know what you're doing. I was like, I'm not doing nothing. He's like, stand up. And I was like, so I stood up, right? Because. What else? Let's see what else. How, you know? Starts patting me down, of course, and um, not respectfully. No, nah, of course not. No. Can you say anything when that's going on? Can you be like, "Hey, watch your hands, motherfucker"? Yeah, I do. I do. And, and, and he probably he'll... likes that. Yeah, I'm sure he does because he'll fucking roughing me up. He'll like shake me, or like slam me against the wall, and that's fucked up. Yeah. So I'm like, it's kind of sick. Yeah. Right. Yes. He's got a problem. It's a big problem. How old are you at this time? I think I was 13. Damn. Think about that. She's facing male authority with a gun and a badge. I mean, think about that. You talk about some people, right? They get mad and they, get mad and they yell at the teacher in the school or the principal. She's looking Rafael Perez in the face and he's trying to test her and she's got to stand up to that dude. And she ain't ba- backing down. That's, a, that's, that's tough. I mean, that's some serious shit. No, yeah. So then what does he say? No, he's just like, he he was more like trying, you know, like to touch me. Right. Like, I don't want to use the word rape because nothing happened, thank God. Right. But he's, he did try to pull my pants down. Right. He did try to pull my pants down and I was just like fighting with him. And then at that time, a few of my homies were passing by and they seen, so they fucking did some shots up in the air and that got his well caught his attention obviously so he took off so he uh, he so he was a if they hadn't shown up he would have gone all the way no i'm sure he he would have tried right or i would have been i would have been locked up right now cuz right cuz i would have pulled out what i had and handled his ass that's fucked up man the so, sick sick dude yeah yeah I, 
After that episode, did you run into him again? After, oh, yeah, one more time, yeah. I think that was the last time I seen him. Did did you, when you saw him again, did you look at him like, now I know really what kind of piece of shit you are? I've been on. But, I mean, did he feel shame when he would look at oh, a young girl's sh- eyes and be like? Of course not. That's amazing to me. I just don't understand of, how you could. Of course not. How you would not feel shame. Like, of course not. And he still slammed me against the cop car and slapped my ass. So there's no shame in his game. None. Man. None. Damn. Well, thank God nothing happened. Oh, I know. Thank God. Thank God. Because you would probably, like, you, like you probably would have handled that business. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, definitely. But instead, you're a mother now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're raising your kings. Yes. Speaking of kings, um, in that area, we know that Big Lep used to run around mm-hmm. in that area. Did you ever see that film? Yes. Yes, I would you see it. You saw Big Lep? <laughs> yeah. No shit. Was he like was he, he is on the- up? Yes. Yes. He bought from a couple of homies. Uh, once I don't remember the times, but I do recall seeing him. That's why when wow. I seen him again now, yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh my god! Like, like to me, it it feels good to see an OG, that's, yeah, you know that's that's still here, and right? Yeah, like everything he's been through, like dude, he's been yeah. through everything. Yes, yeah. like that's one dude. He's like the Terminator. Oh my right. god, <laughs> he's been through everything. That it would have killed normal men. He just kept going, and now he's still here. Yes. Hasn't yes. slowed down at all. Yes. Was he like, was his personality, do you recall? I mean, was he kind of like that back then when, like, everybody loved him? He's kind of a fool. He's talking a big one, running around, doing his thing. Well, the, the few times I seen him, he was high. Right. Yeah. What's Big he Lep was, high like? Was he nodding out? Yeah, or? yeah. Yeah, just nodding out. Yeah. Did you see that L.A. original? Yes. And was he like that? Yeah, like that. Damn. I can't imagine him sleeping ever. Like, because every time I see him, because he's so high-powered. Every time I talk to him, he and I, we barely, like, he talks, I talk back and forth all the time. So I can't imagine what he'd be like when he's like. (laughs) Yeah, totally different person from now. Right. Well, from when I see him on Instagram, on his live. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's, that's. That's awesome. That's right. awesome to see his life change. Yeah. I mean, he's sober now. Yes. Yeah. I think he's I love got that. over five years. Nice. For guys that were gaffled up in what he was doing, yes. it's hard to break that. Yes. What about yeah. you? Did you ever have to deal with um, getting off of drugs or anything like that? No, no I've never used like heroin or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I, my, my sister did. So mm-hmm. that's honestly why I stayed away from it. Right. You saw what it did. Yes. Yes. So to ladies that are listening that may be active or maybe thinking about it or whatever, is there any kind of like advice as to, I mean, we all know you're not supposed to get involved in certain things or whatever. So that part, we kind of know that. But if you are in it, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What kind of words would you say to them if they are active? What would be some tips about live surviving it or handling like what would you say to a young lady well times have changed number one times have changed i see all this new new stuff going on like so i really don't know what their rules are or how you know like what goes on now right from my time because my times was like you mind your business right you know you you don't you just 
don't worry about what what anybody else is doing mind your business and um that's pretty much how it is but nowadays it's like like everyone wants the attention everyone wants like they don't care if people know what what they're into and i'm like wow like really like you know you're putting that out there you're gonna go to jail like right like what the fuck's wrong with you like i don't get it right because yeah. a lot of people want they want to present the image yeah and they want others to think of them as that image yeah but you still come from a time when you had to first of all you couldn't put the image out there oh, like that no. Mm-mm. And then also, there's a reality to the image that people don't see. Yes. And it's costly. Yes. Exactly. And painful. Exactly. Right. So, when you, what, what about your like your older son? Do you guys have conversations about these things? Yes, yeah, I do. I be I, cause he'll like see like I'm still in touch with certain people from my past. Yeah. But the you know um so he's. He'll he be eavesdropping on our our little down memory lanes, mm-hmm. and then he'll be like, "Mom, you did that," and I'm like, "Why are you over there listening?" Right, <laughs> mind your own business. Yes, mind your own business. They're not teach you anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he just says you should write a book. He's like, you should write a book, Mom. He's like, I can't believe all the things you've seen, you've done. He's like write a book i agree with him really yeah i think that you know honestly it's probably something i could help you with but i definitely think that you have a story to tell especially if you were to just put it out there the way it really was you know nothing extra right Mm -hmm. because i think that there's just like a there's just like a lack of strong there's a there's not a lack of strong women. No. They're all no. over the place. Yeah. But there's a lack of space for that in the mainstream discussion. Yes. Yeah. No one's looking to hear those stories, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to hear about Rampart, about they want to hear about the car. They want to see, you know, homeboy play him in the movie and mm-hmm. they want to be like, oh, that guy, blah, blah, blah. But nobody wants to hear the real, yes. which is like, uh oh. You know, a young lady that is doing what she's been taught, you know, making a grip out there hustling. Right. Yes. And then having to deal with a monster that has been given the green light to do whatever the fuck he wants with young people. Yes. Right. Yes. And I think like as we move forward, like I think that I will put sort of your story in the in the category of somebody like a, it sounds, it sounds corny because she's from the West, but like Calamity Jane, somebody that was like a, a gunfighter along with the men. Yes. Who maybe not only kept up, but maybe could set the pace a little harder. Yeah. Right. And didn't whatever. And then allowed that part of her that's a woman that a lot of men don't think about to change your life. Yes. Which is this, right? Having a baby and being a mother. Yes. Yeah, I definitely think that's an important story to understand. I think that's a, that's a, it's a, you know, because right now there's a big discussion about gender this and gender Mm -hmm. that. 
And it's whatever. Like, dude, if, you know, John Leguizamo wants to dress like a woman and do his thing, <laughs> fine, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Right? You yeah. know what I mean? Do yeah. your thing. Want to be pebbles or whatever the fuck that right. is? Go ahead. <laughs> yes. But, their own. Right. <laughs> yes. But you know what? There's also a place for heterosexual women who are feminine. They have their women parts, and yet they're still strong. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's not like... I'm not trying. You don't have to try to be like a man and try to like the same thing men do no. to compete and win amongst them. Yes. That's, I think, something that's missing. I don't think that's really told adequately. Like, yeah, I can pull a trigger, but that doesn't mean that I don't wear lipstick and that doesn't mean that I'm trying to. What about female cops? If female cops try to pat you down? No. No lesbian weird cops? No. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't know why that just hit me all of a sudden. I was like, wait a minute. I'm trying to, no, it's all male. Yeah? No big, like, uh, female gym teachers or anything swatting you with the fucking <laughs> no. clipboard or anything? All right. No. Um, yeah, you should write a book. You know, the hardest part about writing a book is writing a book. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Is, what kind of work do you do now? What is your work? Well, right now I'm a driver, part um part time driver. Like for Lyft or Uber? Or something? No, um, I deliver um truck parts. No mm. shit. Yes, yes. <laughs> Makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. And um, are you married now or no, I'm single? Oh yes, <laughs> very good. And then your youngest son, right? Mm-hmm. And he's really far. Like your oldest son, I would feel like would have some little bit of understanding of where everything's from. But yeah. your youngest, I got to believe, is like, you oh. know, total the babe in the woods, wet behind the ear, totally innocent, right? <laughs> yes. Doesn't even know. He's probably listening to music, starting to be like, that's cool. And you're like, and that ain't shit. <laughs> Yes, just like that. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can only imagine. She's like, Mom, new she hustle. That ain't shit. Let me tell you something. I've been. That ain't street. <laughs> I'll be putting too short on. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Well, um, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to Clever? Uh, shout out to. I'll give a shout out to Different Stilo Entertainment. Yeah? Yeah, I'll give a shout out to them. Yeah, what do they got going on right now? Um, They're coming out with new music. Yeah, is there yeah. any artists we should know about like uh, from there? Or? Uh, Little G909, Little, Little Oso. Yeah, yeah, Little G909. Bring them in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll let them know. <laughs> Bring them in here. We'll just fucking blaze this place out. I'll do some freestyle with them. Oh, I ain't nice. tripping. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got a Schmitty rap that's real good. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. I'm about to roly poly. Holy moly. <laughs> Better watch out. He's going to take your baloney. Damn. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoot, that's yeah. what's awesome. ah, <laughs> up. coming out soon. Yeah, and um, anybody else you want to say anything to or whatever? Just to my family. Just my family, you know. Thanks for putting up with my crazy ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how's the relationship with your family now? It's it's still iffy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still the the black sheep. Right. But you're, you're but the straight w- square one now. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that's the black sheep. Usually it's the yeah, other way around. Yeah. The family's straight, and they got one that, that can't crazy, get out man. of the life, and then this one's the opposite. Right. <laughs> man, what's wrong with you, clever? That is. Why are you trying to pay your bills and have an actual job and pay taxes? Right? Something's wrong with you. 
<laughs> Sound like my mom. No. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Where do your people uh, a root, like trace their roots from from before? Like, have they always been in California, or did they go all the way back to anywhere else? To Mexico. Like, where donde? Um, Guadalajara, Jalisco. Jalisco. Yes. Yeah, yeah. My gente is de uh, is nativo. Yes. De I los know that. Oh, you know that. Mi esposa es un chapina. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Yeah, see, the oh. same one that ruined the. Uh, uh, la, la, la boda de Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Wasn't that a yes, chapina? Yes, yeah. Yeah, you gotta watch out for those chapinas. Oh, I heard about, yeah. <laughs> yeah Don't get you sprung. Uh, well, look at me, I'm married with a kid. That wasn't supposed to happen. There you go. No, but I like him crazy. Like I like him tough because, um, you know, I had a prior situation, but that one was too nice, right? Yeah. Right, Sean? Yeah. It was real, you know. Some guys think they want a submissive woman. Yeah, I ain't one of them. I don't know what it is, and I don't always win. Yeah, but I feel like my knives don't stay sharp if I ain't fucking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I gotta keep the weapons ready. Right. And the only way I can have that is to have a fucking (laughs) tough ass wife. There you go. Although mine's probably not as tough as Sean. Sean, what do you got? Yeah, Sean's wife is. He's lucky he has eyes. <laughs> he's lucky he can see. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she's like half his she's half his weight and we're gonna tear him apart in a New York minute. Whoa. No, that's not true. That is true. That's not true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right. Oh my uh, what do you got? What I got Ovando Bone oh, LLP. LLP. That's right. Hey, did we take care of that thing? Didn't you have a question? No. no. I thought you had a question, Clever. I think you did. We don't have to say what it is, but you called me up and asked me a couple questions, and I was like, yeah, I might be able to look into that for you. Oh, that was... What, did we handle that? Was it, is that no, good? No, it wasn't, it wasn't handled. <laughs> yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let them know what the situation is. Call my office. And okay. Then, okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Sean. Uh, media. Uh, actually, info at movemental.media for right. your podcasting. Right. And look for that. that I guess we're going to do a... A contest soon. Yeah, contest. Listen, if, if you, you have an idea for a podcast, right? Write us in, right? Or no, send no. us a send, send us a, a sample. Little, yeah, a little sample. Yeah, C- record it on your phone. It doesn't have to be yeah. crazy. Yeah, you know, just, don't get crazy. Just go in your. Allow the phone. craziness from me. I'll, I'll take care of the crazy. Put in a phone and and just give us a, what you think it would sound like. You know, your talk up to the beginning of the show, right? And then Steve and I. And uh, clever and oh blue eyes, we're gonna fucking tear it apart. But if you can survive that, we're gonna pick the best one, and right. Sean's gonna give you a free, free. one. Free, free, we'll do it for free. And right. uh, Supermax, right? Um, cookies, cookies. We're going big live event, Santa Ana cookies coming up next weekend. That's we're right. gonna be at next weekend. You should be there. Yeah, come in, see the hard luck show. Bring your cognac and Cadillac because it's gonna be big. That's yeah. right. Live all day. Anyway, thank you again for coming down and gracing us with your stories. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. And like we say at this time, O Blue Eyes, what do we say? Adios from the Hard Luck Show.